My name is Jen Yuchin. And I'm Ari Fox. And we're New Gaming News, a bi-weekly podcast and newsletter focused on the esports and gambling industry. Obviously, with everything going on in the world right now and the major health crisis that we are in, business is being affected. But something, while it's being affected, but is also still kind of booming, is esports. It's being streamed a lot more in general. I know a lot of IR, like physical tournaments and events have been canceled just like everything else in the world but it's really the only thing that can live online besides like digital poker well you know it's funny to me because i'm i'm wondering if why you know like conventional sports hasn't decided okay we're gonna have games but we're gonna have them in empty stadiums we're gonna have basketball games but we'll have them in empty basketball arenas Mm -hmm. because they can still sell sponsorship and you know, view and then you know, uh, put it on regular television, mm-hmm. but you just don't have anybody in the in you know watching it live, like inside the building. Yeah. So I I, I don't know why you know that hasn't been something considered, but um, maybe they will if it gets if it go longer and longer with us. Um, you know, in my in my, I mean, what I you know we talked about this last podcast and it's you know it's still we, we were hoping that it wouldn't be it wouldn't be here but it still is and and now you think you're actually positive for it yeah. so so um you know i i just don't i i think that overall if you're looking at you know it's funny because the first article that we were going to talk about was this one in gambling insider about um you know the the titles which vertical should online gambling companies turn to mm-hmm. without sports betting and obviously, you know, it's 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 a questionable. Like, okay, so now there's no sports on on TV, and people can't, you know, bet on it. The typical punter who bets on sports. Mm-hmm. But what I but many uh, many years ago was it many years or a couple years ago? I mean, a couple, one or two years ago, um, I was at uh, the Ice North America uh, Ice London conference, and or maybe it was even before that. I, I think it was at the CEC in 2016 or 2017 and what i said was that if there's going to be an esports um uh if there's going to be a a rise in people watching esports it's going to happen with something that people are already familiar with Mm. and in this article it talked about nascar or racing formula one or formula one sorry Mm. formula one so that's obviously it's 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 not foreign and you know foreign that you know people who would normally bet on their formula one racing would say okay you know converting it to you know what they did with formula one and then having professional formula one drivers um actually compete virtually virtually with actual esport Formula One um, players is or drivers is to me the first thing I, I predicted it a few years ago. I don't like to toot my own horn, but um, I predicted that you know a few years ago that that would happen. The next um, the next move on this is going to be Madden, mm. NHL, uh, and NBA Two K because obviously these are games that punters or people who bet on normal conventional sports 
can understand the rules mm -hmm. and the regulation. So that's where the first integration is for virtual sports. And, um, you know, we'll, they'll move into, you know, um, understanding and learning about CSGO because we heard in a couple articles later, we have some articles about CSGO mm -hmm. um, and about how that's now been, um, you know, in, in brought into the betting platform yeah, or the betting is, fold um, in, in Vegas. This is allowing daily bets on it now. <clears throat> Right, so DraftKings has, mm. has daily bets on that. And, and uh, it seems like they're going to spread it to Rocket League and something <clears throat> else. Too. But then again, Rocket League, you understand, it's like it's also something that people can understand. It's close to soccer. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the only thing I think that you find that's not in the genre of a professional sports better or conventional sports better is the you know the first person shooter games yeah um well, there's so much um like tact to it and every game is so different i could see how somebody who doesn't play it would have a hard time following it because it is so fast-paced yeah it's not only is it fast paced but there's so much going on that you know somebody who's going to learn the game they have to understand from the perspective of the of the gamer mm -hmm. who is either part of a team, you know, they're looking at maps, they're doing, uh, roles, you know, they're doing perks. roles, perks, uh, you know, Even what, different guns, what, different guns, different weapons, mm -hmm. um, and then strategizing mm -hmm. in, in like, in like, yeah, you, game you know, mode. point is that I think that, you know, as they, as there is some kind of, um, you know, people will have to really engulf themselves in these types of games. You know, people who bet on conventional sports at some point in their life had either gone to a professional, uh, uh, a conventional sport uh, game, whether that be high school or professional, or on on the pro level or on the collegiate level, um, and they've or they've played the games themselves. And when you know you're introducing um, esports these punters people who bet on conventional sports it's not as easy for them to transition into a mm. csgo kind of platform so uh, i think you'll see definitely the up well we already have seen the uptick in in betting mm. on uh you know with companies like DraftKings, and then you know i've been at many con uh, uh, conferences uh, gambling conferences like the Global Gaming Expo and and I and the International Casino Expo, or ICE, and um, I've spoken to companies like um, uh, there's a company called um, uh, Golden Race. They're at they're I think they're based in um, uh, they're based in Greece, mm -hmm. and I went up to them and talked to them and I'm like, hey, you know, you should come to my conference, the Casino Esports Conference, and they're like, no, we don't do any esports. I mean, there were literally existing, uh, you know, gaming or gambling and sports betting um, uh, companies mm. that had wanted nothing to do with these sports, nothing. And what's happened is you've seen a like a 360 degree um, turnaround by some of these major uh, sports betting mm. platforms because they're losing tons and tons of money. So now you'll see like a company like uh, Golden Race, who's been around a long time, or Betfred, which is another uh, betting platform out of London. Mm -hmm. They may even acquire companies like Luckbox 
like unicorn, like, you know, um, some of the, some of these assets, because they don't know in order for them to jump in esports quickly, they may have to buy existing esport betting platforms. I see. So the way they just already have their footprint in the space, that way right. they're, they're not the outsider trying to get in. Yeah, I mean, so it says here, long before the postponement and cancellation of, esp- of sporting events due to the coronavirus outbreak, last April, Golden Race uh, CEO Martin Wachter told Gambling Insider Virtual Sports has enormous potential to exceed revenue generated by sports betting. So they were looking into it last year, but they weren't moving on it. Now, in the next paragraph, it says, fast forward nearly a year, mm. and you have the likes of New Gia Co. stating the longer, li- lo- longer live sports are delayed, the increased likelihood of surging effect on virtual sports in the long run, and virtual sports are capable of running 24-7, and in this day and age of technology, provide an engaging and realistic offering of entertainment. The majority of operators now offer impressive graphics and commentary replicating real-life matches, mm-hmm. particularly in football, more than adequate to fill the void left by a lack of live sports. So there you go. Um, and these companies, like I said, that I went up to and discussed with their CEOs, uh, Golden Race, for example, um, I mean, you'd walk by their booth and they have nothing except, you know, they would they were trying to, like, in these just gambling conferences, they were promoting, like, uh, virtual uh, racehorsing, nothing about esports because they, they weren't going near it because they didn't understand it. Um, but they didn't want anyth- anything to do with it because they just didn't think there was any viability. Yeah. Now, coronavirus, it's almost like, you know, the universe came down and said, you know what? Everybody needs to evolve right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's going to evolve like this second because you're all just dragging your feet and you're moving too slowly. Yeah, it's very so that- strange timing. Um, yeah. And it really is showcasing not only just esports, but like uh, – digital learning as well like it shows that really everything can be on a digital platform not everything but so many things that you don't think could be because you just don't want to put in the extra effort to learn about it or try right i mean listen we you know what the thing is if you upset the apple cart that's when the bigger companies are going to say and look to what they can make money on and currently they're in a position where they can't make money on what they were making money on, which was generalized, you know, conventional sports, um, you know, bringing people in for, you know, to their brick and mortars because all of the casinos have been closed so they can't sell, you know, food and beverage, hotel rooms and all that stuff. So they have to fill that void. Now, New Jersey has, or at least the state of New Jersey has done a very good job of, you know, being ahead of the curve. Um, you know, they did close down all the casinos, but they, they made years ago, they allowed people to play slots and poker and stuff like that online. Um, and maybe about 10 years ago, they started that. And then, um, and then, you know, of course, governor Christie was the guy who pushed for the repeal of the sports betting and allowed, then allowed, uh, New Jersey to become part of that. And New Jersey's like, I think one of maybe two or three states at the moment that have online sports betting. So you can actually go on to DraftKings, you know, and it's geofenced, but you can go into DraftKings in New Jersey and then bet on any sport you want. Um, but, uh, you know, DraftKings, of course, is 
really moving at lightning speed now with esports wa- wagering. And that's going to happen across the board. It's going to happen with everything. The longer this you know, shutdown of conventional sports is, the better and more popular esports is going to become in this fray. It's a very, very interesting time because it's like esports then becomes the sort of like the, the you know the, the 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 amazing wonderful you know amazing child that is now the they're the they're the favorite it's like okay everybody's now connecting into esports because mm-hmm. it's that you know we have to learn this we have to learn this quick because if they don't they're going to be behind the behind the eight ball and then companies like DraftKings companies like FanDuel companies like Pinnacle companies like Unicorn Luckbox these are going to be companies that eventually will just get bigger because yeah, they're going to push all the old school um, oh, yeah. brands all the old off school, the map. Right. Yeah, anybody who didn't want to adapt to esports are going to cease to exist because these newer platforms who have already adopted the future of gambling still have, I'm sure, traditional sports embedded in there as well. Well, I mean, listen, the opportunities in esports from a from a, a fan perspective and from a betting perspective are just so much more widely. Um, there's more money to be made because with esports, it's 24/7, 365 days a year. Mm-hmm. You can always find either a peer-to-peer play, or you could find a match going on somewhere professionally uh, around the world. And that cannot be done or said for conventional sports because conventional sports is seasonal. Conventional sports is at a certain period of time during uh, the day. You know. Um, and you have to, you know, you take your bets for the game and, you know, you have to wait and blah, blah, blah. And it's just, there's just, it's not, you know, it's not like there's always a game to bet on. So with esports, it's like, I mean, think of a casino. Casinos open 24 7, 365 days of the year. That plays in perfectly. Esports mm. is open 24 7, 365 days a year. And it works. It's just, it's a great fit for the gambling space. Now, the biggest problem the gamblers, uh, the gambling industry is going to have is the stigma that it will get if they want to get more involved in esports. Now, right now, it's not, it's not a pronounced thing. You know, like we're reading all these articles, and that's because we are in the space, but that's not across the board mainstream. You know, we're not seeing that, like, you know, every day ESPN is reporting on, you know, who, you know, what's the next big match with CSGO and who are the big players and, you know, what should they be looking for? Or the same thing with the Formula One. They didn't report anything on the Formula One um, outcome that was a virtual Formula One, Mm. which would have been big news. I mean, and then in your sports casting on regular news, they didn't like if you turn on you know new york channel five news and you turn into the section of the news that talks about sports when esports is that conversation when esports is in that conversation that's where you're going to see i mean that at that point if if like companies like betfred if companies like golden race if companies like these old time old timers william hill if those guys aren't in that game yet they won't be able to make it. They will never be able to catch up to yeah. other companies. That that because esports is so large, so big, making so much money so much faster 
than con- tr- traditional sports that it, it, the, the younger younger group, younger companies will just buy out the older companies. Yeah. I mean, because let's say, I mean, conventional sports is not going to go away, um, you know, because there are still people that like to watch conventional sports and that'll always be around. It's like taxi cabs and Uber. Exactly. But but eventually, you know, it'll become more quieter and, you know, there won't be so much hoopla on, you know, when somebody wins the World Series, everybody like, eh, big deal, you know. <laughs> there won't be these ticket tape parades or anything like that. It'll it'll just be another thing that, you know, people, if they're interested, will watch. Sadly, it's true, you know, b- baseball being the national pastime of, of, of America, but things always change. Um, and listen, um, just, just going through this pandemic, so much has changed. Uh, the way we interact with our families, the mm. way we look at our lives, the way we can um, identify with, um, you know, uh, what's what's most important in our lives. All of that is just, you know, it's like a it's like a check. And then think and think and, and that article, I, I read an article about uh, how the canals in Venice are clean and never been cleaner. Yeah. So. You know, what it's doing for the planet, what it's doing for people in general, it's like sort of like the universe said, you know what, everybody's got to take a break mm. and we'll, 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 we'll come back to our normally scheduled, scheduled program <laughs> in, you know, in a, in a, in a month a or two. Months. Yeah. So listen, I, it's not something that, you know, I think any of us like. But this is what we're living with right now. And, you know, video gaming and esports is all the rage. Yeah. Um, well, uh, and, uh, not to throw it too young, but there's tons, there's tons of memes online. It's like um, regular people quarantined, like hating it. And then like gamers, they're like, I've been training my whole life for this. Exactly. And exactly. Esports it's is funny. totally showcasing that. You know, and it's funny, though, because... You know, it's it's funny because like, um, you know, the, the you know how like sometimes people will call somebody a boomer. You know, you're such a boomer. You're having a boomer moment. Yeah. Have you heard? Okay. Okay, boomer. So, yeah. So I've yeah. So I've come across that, but I'm not a boomer. People are calling I you wasn't. boomer. Yeah, but no, but I wasn't. I'm not <laughs> because I'm a I'm a I'm a Generation X. Mm. So you know the Breakfast Club. Yeah. All right, that's my generation. Yeah, love the breakfast. So, the funny, funny, funny thing about that though was when I was a kid, I was a latchkey kid. So we were the first generation that spent time alone. We were the first generation that entertained ourselves at home. Mm. We were the first generation of pong. We were the first generation of connecting to our imaginations and also and we didn't even have the internet we didn't yeah. have to, you know but we were always left alone and so we had to learn to entertain ourselves in many ways so we're very well there's a lot of um crossovers between millennials gen z and gen x that makes sense because we, we have that we have that there's a bonding thing that we understand game i, I understand gamers because gamers you know, and I'm and because I come from that that place where you want to you want to escape into another world mm. without ever leaving your room. And I mean, we couldn't do it because we didn't have 
the kind of computers we have today that we actually allow us to do that. We had to do it with our imaginations. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so that brings us forward to now where I think everyone, Gen X, Gen Z, and, and millennials collectively we're like hey yeah no no problem we can we we can play video games at home all day we can figure out how to entertain ourselves listen to music chill or whatever yeah no big deal and it's true it doesn't have a problem or effect on us but then there's my parents who are like my mom is in her 80s my dad is is 90 and they can't sit still they have to leave the house yeah and they live in they live in florida they like need to go shopping or do whatever they need to do. My dad is similar. Yeah, and I'm like, don't stay in one place. Don't leave. Yeah. And they're like, well, what are we gonna do here? <laughs> and I, I can't, I can't, you know, I there's say, literally you know so much to do at home. It's absolutely insane. Of course even, there is. I don't know. Even people my age, they're complaining that there's nothing to do at home. I'm like, you have the internet. You can learn anything you would like to at all. You're boring if you're bored. Exactly. Exactly. You have to be able to figure out what you're looking for, what you want in life. And I think for overall, like I said, the Casino Esport Conference, we're, we've now officially moved into September. Mm. Um, and that was announced this week or last week, actually, was um, is something I think that is going to be very big because – so many people want to get involved. They want to learn. They want to get connected to yeah, those that Yeah, especially now need... because it's such a hot topic because it's literally Ugh. the only sport. They're going to be running to you in droves just to be like, what do we do about this? Like, we, mm-hmm. we don't want to miss another opportunity. Right, but it's not just that. It's also like coming back after the pandemic. Mm. Well, you that's know, what I mean. Gonna... Everybody will be like scrambling a little bit and want to learn more. Well, they need to learn more, but they also have to rebuild. Mm. And when you're rebuilding, you want new customers. Yes. You, you know, they, they've been talking about getting a new, the new demographic. They've been talking about getting in younger people into the casinos because I've written, even written articles and said that millennials and Gen Z's thinks casinos are for their grandparents mm. or for their parents. And the problem is that you have to change that conversation. And the only way they're going to change that conversation is if they understand how it's going to be more interesting like you just said it you can you can entertain yourself all day at home mm-hmm. you know on your computer on the internet and find anything you want to do um but how is it that a casino can then interact and create an atmosphere for millennials and gen z's to want to come to their brick and mortar absolutely way- because it is the entertainment value anybody i know that is turning 21 within the last i would say like four years um, is going to either Atlantic City or Vegas, not to gamble, but to party and go to live events, and maybe they're going to gamble while they're there. But if you can create a gambling atmosphere that is interactive and social, you'll win. Oh, yeah. I mean, anything and that's all that you talk we, about. I know, and we've talked about this many times. It's something that's multiplayer, social kind of gaming um, that is, you know, even 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 creating a betting retro area, and there are companies. Next Gen, which is one of our exhibitors at CEC, yeah, is going to stuff. be. Yeah, I mean, they have. What do they have? They have like they have Centipede, or they have. Uh, they had um, like a Galaga game, and I couldn't stop playing it. Right, Galaga. They have a bunch of games. I couldn't stop. Uh, Asteroids. These are games. They do those Asteroids. Yeah, these are games that are going to be in casinos that you can play for money. 
I mean, That's granted, fun. it's it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to have a huge windfall. You're not going to like win 700000 or $500,000, but you might win $200, $300, something that you could walk away and say, hey, man, that was pretty cool. I had a great time and I won a little money if you're really good at asteroids. If you're really good at asteroids, and I happen to be very good at asteroids because that's all asteroids? I, I'm very good. I, I that's all I played. I think I'm good too. I that's all I freaking played when I was when I was a kid. I used to stay like we didn't have it in the house, so I had to go to the arcade, and I like had fifty thousand quarters, and I'd put them on the thing, and I'd be like playing asteroids. My I don't know why I loved it so much. It's not really that like graphically cool, yeah. but I liked I liked. I liked just spinning my ship around and just destroying all the all of the asteroids. It was fun. Fast-paced. You know, there's this article in ESI, Esports Insider, about, you know, nations dealing with coronavirus and business. Yeah, pretty much what they're talking about is they're really diving into e-commerce and they're trying to have more interactive and creative marketing while they can't go to their physical events that they would have been selling at. So. Right. They're a merchandise company. They're nervous because many events that they were going to are canceled. Right, but I think I think that um, well, ESI has it does run events mostly. I mean, they they did um, an esports uh, symposium in New York last year mm. in the end of April, which I attended. It was very good. Yeah, but yeah, a lot that some of their ESIs uh, they do have a media company. They do a lot of um, you know, a lot of uh, media, but they do have actual events as well. Yeah, I brought this article into play because we are a business-to-business podcast, and just to give anybody advice who might have been affected by this to start diving into your online market and engagement and start doing a social interaction, contests, set yourself oh, up, right. set yourself I mean, up for I, next year. Right, what I was going to say was that, like, you know, now is the time not to shy away from anything or think the sky is falling now is the time to act to connect uh through social media um you know try connecting through linkedin uh anyone can reach out to me i can talk to them about coming to the cec getting involved there you know there's so much that is going to happen i mean after this pandemic ends the explosion into a whole new world is going to be it's going to be like you know um light speed Mm. you know we're just going to like boom just be there it's going to open up and everything's just going to happen so you know it's um you know i was we were talking about earlier DraftKings, the avail daily counter-strike fantasy esports so this is something you know these betting as i said the betting platforms are moving in at lightning speed into all of these things because there's nothing else to bet on so it's 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 going to get it just it's never it's not it's coming in because of necessity, but it will stay because it's gonna ha- it's it's gonna build an audience it's gonna ha- it's gonna be there um, for for a long time, and just get bigger and bigger. 